0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, April 12th, 2021, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. I tell you every day, Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist that there is. Call him, make him your dentist. Do it right now. If you got a chance to hire the best, you hire the best. Life sometimes is just that simple. Take advantage of the simplicity of hiring. Dr. Mike O'Neill is your dentist. 317 849 29 3-3 three, three is the number. Indiana Basketball, kind of a quiet weekend. Not a lot going on. Keon Brooks, still not in the transfer portal. We keep looking. Why? Because we're crazy people. Of course, he's from the, South, or the uh, Fort Wayne area, went to La Lumiere, and has been at the University of Kentucky the last two years. Was a 21.4% three-point shooter last year. He's a combo guard type guy, can go out to the wing, play, drive, create, all of that stuff. It, does he fit Indiana? Nobody really cares. They, they, people just, they gravitate to names they know, and so every single day we look at verbal commits and we we see the list and Keon Brooks is not on it in the transfer portal, and we say, oh, maybe tomorrow. Let's see what happens. Uh, we did find out that Noah Locke, the uh really, really good shooter, the sniper out of Florida, He's going to go to Louisville. He's not going to go to Indiana, and that makes sense because Indiana at the guard position, they're kind of full up. They, they've got a lot of guards. When you pick up Xavier Johnson, when you, you've got Parker Stewart already in-house, you've got Rob Finnessy, you've got guards. Christian Lander, you know what? A guy from Florida is not going to come to Indiana and, and potentially not play a whole lot of basketball. So there you go. You've got an assistant coaching spot still open with Indiana. We'll see if they keep Mike Roberts or if they move him on and Mike Woods and hires somebody else, somebody that he has a track record with, that he's worked with before and uh, we'll see. Right now you've got uh, Dane 5 Kenya Hunter as assistant coaches. You've got Thad Mata as the associate athletic director for men's basketball. You've got potentially, and we've heard that this is a done deal, but we haven't seen an announcement yet that Larry Brown is going to be part of this staff as a senior advisor. We'll see if that comes to pass. There is no brain in basketball bigger than Larry Brown's. So if, if Larry Brown comes to Indiana, that's a good thing. The NFL draft is in 17 days. And the Indianapolis Colts, they've got decisions to make, but some of those decisions aren't going to be made until the night of the draft. It's going to be really interesting because the Colts have two major holes. Right now, they've got a hole at left tackle. They've got a hole at the edge rush position. We've talked about left tackle at length, but it bears mention again because there are there are shelves in this draft where it comes to uh, the left tackle position. And the, the first one is behind Panay Sewell. Uh, you, you've also got Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, and you've got Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. Those three guys are the three best tackle prospects in the draft. You don't really know whether Vera Tucker is going to wind up being a tackle or not, but you've got those three guys. And and so if one of them falls to the Colts at 21, you've got to feel really, really good about that, but it's very unlikely that that's going to happen. Then you've got another group in Christian Derisaw, Sam Cosme, and Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins might wind up being a right tackle. That's what he primarily played. At Oklahoma State. From that group, you can probably get one if you trade down. So trading down, pick up, picking up more picks, you're going to be able to likely get one of those three. Then you've got a group in Jalen uh, Mayfield, Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame, and Dylan Radins from uh, North Dakota State, who you can definitely trade down and get. Those guys are likely second round picks. And then you've got speculative guys. Guys with high ceilings, or they could completely bust that you could get later in the draft. Those guys are Walker Little out of Stanford, and then Spencer Brown out of Northern Iowa. Spencer Brown, really, really interesting prospect. Maybe a third or fourth round guy, but a guy with all the physical traits of a very successful left tackle in the National Football League. The Colts, they could decide, hey, you know what? We Our needed edge is more important to us. Than our need at left tackle, we feel like we can address address left tackle later in the draft draft. So let's look at edge. They could do that. Uh, Quitty Pay. These are all flawed guys, and so any or all of these guys could fall to the Colts at twenty one or further down the line. Uh, Quitty Pay out of Michigan, a lot of really really good physical traits, but those physical traits to this point at Michigan have not manifested themselves into productivity. So it, you've got you've to see that as part of the, uh, uh, part of the equation for quitty pay. Uh, then you've got Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips was told when he was at UCLA that he needed to retire from football because of concussions. That has to weigh on you, as, or on Chris Ballard, as he weighs uh, the, whether or not they want Jalen Phillips. He, he is one blow to the head away from saying goodbye to football, it would seem, although he did play without incident after transferring to Miami. Uh, Jason Away from Penn State, last year he played really, really well, but he didn't total one single sack. He didn't net a sack last year. Do you want an edge rush guy who in the Big Ten couldn't get to the quarterback at all? in his final year of college football. Joe Tryon, now we're going down the list, right? Joe Tryon from Washington, really, really good, looks like a guy who can, abs- central casting, right, for an edge guy, but he's a work in progress, and he opted out last year, so he's not a guy with a whole lot of experience, and, and so Joe Tryon is probably a guy you look at in the second or third round. We've talked about him before. Gregory Russo, Uh, the ideology on Gregory Russo is kind of split as to where people might take him. Some people have him in the first round. Some people have him toward the end of the second round. He is a guy, he had 15 and a half sacks last year for Miami, but he's only started seven games in his college football career. So not a lot of experience at the edge. And the edge is a talent position, right? The more you play, the better you get. The more you learn, the more productive you're going to be. And then you've got Aziz Ojalari. Some people see him as a linebacker. Some people see him as an edge guy. He's out of Georgia. Really good last year. Light to be on the edge. Um, He's kind of one of those guys. You you think of Robert Mathis as one of those guys. Remember when he was drafted, uh, they didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know whether to play him at linebacker, didn't know whether to play him at edge. Who cares in the end? You get a playmaker, you get him on the field, right? So Aziz ojalari kind of a hybrid type guy and a, uh, a guy who is also very, very productive in the, uh, in the SEC, maybe the best pass rusher in the SEC this past season. So there's kind of a look at what the Colts are dealing with, what Chris Ballard's dealing with as he evaluates the draft and tries to figure out exactly what he's going to do in, in the NFL draft. Uh, for the Colts, you've got to fill one of those two spots with your first pick. If they trade down, you can get. They need a receiver, right? Because you can't you can't count on Paris Campbell to be healthy. But you can wait until the third round, as we've seen. You don't need to use a first round pick to go get a really good receiver. This is a, d- a deep draft at the receiver spot, and and the Colts, if they trade back and pick up a third rounder, they can get a good receiver. In the third round, um, Pacers last night won their third in a row. They got uh, uh, offensively, they really get off to good starts these days. They beat Memphis 132, 125. Uh, Karis LeVert with a bunch of points last night 34 points. Uh, Brogdon with 29 and 11. Sabonis 18, 15, and 9. Pacers are playing some interesting basketball right now from an offensive perspective. They're scoring a lot, they're giving up a lot. Uh, Clippers and Paul George tomorrow at Bankers Live Fieldhouse, 7.30 on TNT, go there and boo the man, would you? Boo Paul George. Turn your back on Central Indiana, will you? There's got to be a consequence for that. I got no problem with people booing Paul George. Um, the uh, You got 20 games to play if you're the, the Indiana Pacers. You're only two and a half out of fifth place in In the Eastern Conference, because he've won these three in a row, they got a chance to make up some ground uh really put themselves in a good position for the playoffs, or they got a chance to drop yeah anything could happen with this team if they stay healthy, they really look pretty good they're not terribly good defensively, but offensively they are pretty damn good. They can score the basketball t j McConnell's been really, really good this past year he's clever and and so You know, if you've got a kid who's a good athlete but doesn't project necessarily to a great basketball career, have that kid watch T.J. McConnell. Because through cleverness and through ball handling, through defensive positioning, through opportunistic rebounding, he does a lot of good things for the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Paul Lusk is returning. We like Paul Lusk. Returning to the Purdue basketball staff. Went to Southwest Missouri State. You know... Things happen at Southwest Missouri State. Either you bounce up or you bounce out. He's bouncing out and back to Purdue. That's good news for the Boilermakers. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama won the Masters. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. All right, national pride for the United States, uh, we don't get to feel that. But we celebrate the Japanese feeling that about a golfer who won the Masters. I I don't understand. I, uh, why the uh, why the dichotomy? Why the, I'm not going to say hypocrisy, but why national pride for Japan and no national pride when the United States does something? We kind of feel ashamed when we succeed these days. I don't understand it. Hideki Matsuyama wins. All right. I guess that's good. Will Zalatorius comes in second, one stroke back after Matsuyama bogeyed the 18th. And uh, Matsuyama, if you bet on Matsuyama, you made money yesterday. Sixty to one was his line before the start of this tournament. So if you put hundred bucks on Matsuyama, you got six thousand dollars today. Good for you. Jordan Spieth tied for third. It's what he does at the Masters is finish in the top five. Cubs lost yesterday seven to one. The one run on a home run. If the Cubs don't hit home runs, they don't score runs. And and this is a joyless, purposeless baseball team. They are terrible to watch right now. You watch baseball and you see guys, and we've seen this with the Cubs, right? We've seen them have fun playing baseball. These guys, 2015, 2016, they had fun. They're not having fun today. And it's no fun to watch them. Terrible. Awful to watch the Cubs play baseball today. You feel like they're going through the motions. And so what do we do? We go through the motions. We stare at the screen blankly. And, and move on with our day as soon as we figure out that we're not having a really good time. Um, you know, 2015, 2016 seems a long, long, long time ago. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this, uh, what's going to be a lovely Monday in central Indiana. Jeremy Rosenthal, happy birthday. Brian Barnhill, the great Kelly Rebel, happy birthday. Scott Leosi, happy birthday. Chuck Andrews, Dave Fulton, and Dave Kindred who was uh, featured on a 60-minute story a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely fantastic. Dave Kindred, I, I used to have on the radio show. Great guy, thoughtful guy. Used to work at the Washington Post and before that, the Louisville Courier-Journal, uh, Sports Illustrated as well. A great sports writer who's kind of dedicated himself over the last several years to covering a, uh, a girls' high school basketball team. Does a wonderful job and uh, love Dave Kindred. Does what he does for the joy of what he does and that's a wonderful thing that's a wonderful trait to have a little bit later today inside indiana sports now for the next 17 days we're talking about the nfl draft uh if anything happens with indiana basketball we're all over it can't wait to talk to you then hit subscribe hit like hit ring the bell do all that stuff we appreciate it talk to you about four o'clock this afternoon inside indiana sports now